Thank you so much for tuning into the Big Honker Podcast. Listen, we got a couple things going on right now. If you head over to our Patreon, it is super easy to find. Patreon.com and type in the Big Honker Podcast. Get signed up in there. It's three bucks a month, and we are going to have a major giveaway. Uh, can we announce that yet? Uh, no, not yet. But we not are yet. We're doing a giveaway right now. We're giving away a two-man goose hunt for November 4th and 5th. Okay. With lodging and meals right now, you've got to be a member of the Patreon, and then you need to invite another member of Patreon to join join you. So the two of you together, and it's going to be a giveaway, a two-man goose hunt for November 4th and 5th, which is our opening weekend at Stanfield Hanging Outfitters. I do have some dates still available. November is lights out, shooting some trophy specs. I've got uh, Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving still available, and I've got think i have one weekend available too i think the november 17th 18th weekend is available anyways look me up holler at me at stanfieldhunting.com or you can call me in the office 940-658-3172 and also july 20th we will release the second season of the first family of waterfowl on our youtube channel Uh, a lot of people don't know about our youtube channel head over to youtube the big honker podcast and our entire library. If we record a podcast, the video portion goes up to YouTube. Season one is up there now. If you'll just scroll down on our homepage, it is already pulled out. So all you got to do is click on it. There's four episodes this year. There will be more than four episodes. And uh, we're very, very excited about what we're going to bring you in season two. So go check those things out. Also, go check out Boss Shot Shells. If you are not shooting Boss by now, You are missing out on a major advantage. It only takes one. It is copper-plated bismuth, so the physics behind it all makes sense. It travels further, faster, for longer. So um, check them out, BossShotShells.com. The brand-new War Chief is coming out soon, and you can get that shipped straight to your door. You're not going to find them in any big box stores. It's all direct-to-consumer, keeps the price in check, and affordable for... You great hunters out there. So the War Chief is going to have a new buffering system, and it is going to keep a tighter pattern, more pellets on target at greater distances. So when that comes out there, I'm telling you, you're going to want to get a hold of it. So also, check them out at Boss Shot Shells. And the sub gauges for the older guys. Yep. If you're an older person and you're 60 plus years old and your shoulders are wore out from working hard all the time, go get the sub gauge, get you a 28 gauge. You can hunt with all your buddies, kill everything they're doing, the same knockdown power. And Boss makes the best sub-gauge loads there are. So anyways, check them out at BossShotShells.com. We have a brand new sponsor, Hemp Hill Farm. You can save money. BHP will save you 20% off at checkout. They are a CBD company. We had Patrick Nelson on not too long ago, and he told us why he started this. And his sister passed away from ovarian cancer, and they got involved in CBD as a pain management. And that's Hemp Hill Farms. That's H-E-M-P Hemp hill like hill h-i-l-l farm is p-h-a-r-m like pharmacy hemphillfarm.com 20 percent off your next order using bhp at checkout and it is all cbd and all it's legal to ship to all states but i'm telling you right now it's good stuff i take one at sleep every night helps me sleep at night you get the ouchies you can rub the roll on on you immediate help hemphillfarm.com next we are brought to you by pacific calls and Right now, you can save money with them, too. We have a promo code with them. BHP25 saves 25% off at checkout. My favorite call, my favorite goose call is the BA Lesser call. They did an absolutely phenomenal job in the design of it. It is a short little screamer. It's loud, It, but it also has a lot of range, which is what I look for in a goose call. 
Uh, it's loud, it's very responsive, and it's got a great range. Also, my favorite duck call, the PCD, is available online right now. And for you stork hunters, the Sandhill Steakhouse crane call is what I use anytime I have to trick those wary bastards. Uh, but go to PacificCustomCalls.com, use our promo code BHP25. They will also be at Squad Fest and Delta. So if you want to call in person, Come to any of those hunting shows and they will be there. They're great guys to work with. So go check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com, promo code BHP25. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Squad Fest is coming up in just a couple short weeks, July 28th and 29th. I will be there along with a lot of our other sponsors. It's going to be a great time. We hope to see everybody out at St. Louis. It's going to be a great time. Calling contest, music, and uh, dinner Friday night. And it's going to be... It's going to be a great party to kick off waterfowl season. Always they, a good time. They've got amazing products. They've revolutionized the silhouette game. Uh, so if you're wanting to run silhouettes, it, they are the way to go. They're affordable and they don't take up much space and they look great. You do not need full bodies to kill geese. So check out their silhouettes. They've got a floater line out. They got it all. So divebombindustries.com. They're pretty much a one-stop shop. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. I am a cold brew guy now. I got my pitcher in. It's super easy to make. Dirty Duck Coffee makes the King Eider brew, and that is their cold brew that they have just released just a couple months ago. It's great for an afternoon pick-me-up. It's summertime. It's hot outside. I don't want to drink hot coffee all the time, but I do need my caffeine fix. Every afternoon about 3.30, I make me a nice cold brew with a little bit of uh, goodness inside of it. And that's how I get through my afternoons. They've also got great, they got a Missouri boat ride blend. That's my favorite coffee for in the morning and uh, high velocity for those days that I'm needing a little bit of an extra caffeine kick. So they got it all. Head over to dirtyduckcoffee.com and you can figure out what works for you and they'll ship it straight to you. But yeah, check out the King Eider. I like it. Also, we're brought to you by Shin Gear. They are not just a waiter company anymore. As a matter of fact, they've got bibs coming out. They've got a new jacket coming out that they're very excited about, the Flyway jacket. I just saw it today. Uh, it looks great. All of their products are above and beyond expectations. They, they beat every expectation that you can have. I can tell you that the bibs are some of the best that I've ever worn. They're totally windproof, totally waterproof, uh, and, they, and they, keep, they keep you dry and warm. Um, you can layer up underneath them. You're not going to find bibs that are that are any better anywhere else. They're my favorite. All of their jackets are great. Their waders are phenomenal. And that every one of their products comes with the guarantee that they will stand behind it for as long as you stand in it. So check them out, shingear.com, and make a purchase. You're not going to be disappointed. They're great people, and we're proud to be associated with them. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Head over to their Patreon account, give them some money, and you will have their entire library of debauchery. Logan and Rebel put on a very, very good show, and for those long road trips, they are a great show to listen to, uh, and you're not going to meet two nicer individuals than Logan and Rebel. So head over to Patreon, Looking Glass Podcast, and put in your credit card information, and you're set and ready to go. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Motion. It's dove season, and it's time for spinners. Motion. You need motion if you're going to dove hunt. It is a game changer because they'll do it just like ducks will. You put out five or six of those uh, dove spinners, and your dove will put on a show. 
Just like your ducks and they will fly across will. the field to come in to land and decoy to you. Once you do it, you'll never hunt the old way again. What's good about it is you can sit in your tailgate, get you some lawn chairs around there, all your buddies sit around together, put the spinners out, and you can hunt a spread and you're visiting. You got to be spread out by 50 to 75 yards and hollering and bird, bird, bird. They'll come right to you. Lots of fun. So check them out. They've also got dog kennels, five star crash test rated, phenomenal uh, A frame blinds, and world class duck spinners. So if you need motion, Check them out, luckyduck.com, and just have a field day on their website. Order one of everything. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. They have been putting ducks back into the sky for 85 years, and they are a great partner to be with. If it weren't for organizations like Ducks Unlimited, we wouldn't have the ducks that we do now. They're putting money back into wetland conservation and wetland development and and healthy duck population. More duck habitat. We are happy to be a part of them, and you can join their team. You know, figure out a way, start a chapter, join a chapter. Uh, there's lots of ways to get involved, and your money will be put to work. So, Ducks Unlimited is a great company, and you need to be a part of them. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. If you are needing a puppy, a started dog, finished dog, Corey can help you out. Uh, there is a bit of a waiting list, so just go to his website, Brit Labs. And uh, you can get signed up and, you know, tell them what you're looking for. Tell them what you're wanting. And as soon as one becomes available, you'll be the proud owner of a Double T British Lab. They're great citizens. You, they're not unruly in the house. They got very good manners. And they've also got a lot of drive. You do not want a hunting dog that doesn't have a lot of drive. So all of Corey's dogs, they're very, very well mannered. But they've also got a ton of incredible drive. So you're getting the best of both worlds with a double T lab. So check them out, BritLabs.com. Also, we're brought to you by Mossberg. I shot their waterfowl gun all last year and it held up. It held up to the beating of hunting seven days a week, ran everything that I wanted to through it. It's one of those OG companies. So you see a Mossberg behind the counter at Academy or Bass Pro or Cabela's. Listen, Take it out for a test drive. They've been there a long time. Been they making have. quality guns for 100 years. That's at Mossberg.com. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Alpha Outdoors Specialties, the maker of the Stanfield stool. It's going to save my back this season is what it's going to do. Save my back and my butt. No more sitting on buckets. They've also got a brand new product. Can we talk about it? Yes. The Blind Caddy. It is going to have everything that you need for shotgun shells, coffee Drinks. mugs, you name it, it, it is going to fit on A-frames. It's going to fit on the inside of an A-frame and keep all of your stuff out of the dirt, out of the mud, and keep it handy to where you can grab it if you need it in a hurry. And they will be at Delta. Come by and sit there and see them. They'll have Stanfield stools in stock there. Come on by display. And, yep, test, right, test, cool. test set in them. Very good. That is Alpha Outdoors Specialties. That is it for us. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, we recap the wild weekend of hunting shows that we had. I was at Squad Fest all weekend. Jeff was at Delta. We recap that. Uh, We look at a couple things going on in football. We look at some current legislation that is about to be potentially passed in Texas concerning uh, public land hunters and uh, a little bit of politics. So we kind of got it all in here. Enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. And also go check out our web our, our website. Also go check out our YouTube channel right now, the Big Honker Podcast. Uh, two episodes of the first family of Waterfowl are up. So go check it out. 
We're very proud of them. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by the first family of waterfowl, Stanfield Honey Knot Fitters. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. Every Thursday at 7 o'clock on YouTube, you can head over to our YouTube, the Big Honker Podcast, and every Thursday there will be a new episode drop for the foreseeable future. We've got several episodes uh, lined up and ready to go, and we turn to waterfowl hunting this yep. week. First so waterfowl hunting show on there winter this Winter is coming. Thank What's God that off it's 105. Of, What's that off of? You didn't watch Game of Thrones, though. No, I did not. Boy, you missed a hell of a series. Don't know if it... I, oh, everybody says that. Oh, trust me. You missed a series. I just do not like any show that has anything to do with fantasy or make-believe. There's another show well, on Facebook. Uh, that's on Facebook. That's it's on not Netflix. really about... It, it turns that way, but in the beginning, like the first couple episodes, it's kind of more geared toward like medieval times. So there's a little bit of you know fantasy shit, but... The dragons and shit like that. It's a good series. There's there's one on uh that's about a time traveler that's on uh-huh. Netflix and everybody's like, Oh, you need to watch it. I just can't get into anything that's fake. Just it bother it just it just it's like the what the fuckers uh walking dead shit. But well that's real, Jeff. I, I'm starting to wonder now, have you seen the photos of some of these inner cities with this meth and people are taking? They look like fucking zombies. Mm-mm. No, I miss that. Well, that there's a guy that's always in, I think he's in Philadelphia and he shows on the streets in Philly. Yeah. People walking around with zero, zero freaking go to him. No place to go, no place to be. Yeah, that's not a good way to be in life. I just, don't know. Just got back from Delta. You just got back from Squad Fest. That's right. Big weekend. Big weekend. Spent the weekend with uh, Boss Shot Shells. And I'm telling you what, fast. We move product fast at the A team. The A team. So how many shells y'all have left when you got done? Uh, we had five cases left. Okay, that's, ca- that's five cases more than we had left. Did you sell tens and all that stuff? We sold. We had. We could have sold tens. We oh, sold twenty eights. You sell twenty eights. We did sell twenty eights. We sold out of our twenty eights. Yeah. We sold out of twenties. We sold out of twelves. We the sold out of everything. The eight. Well, we were done. Did y'all sell all y'all's bags. We uh, did. Y'all do bags with shells in them. Well, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that on Friday, but our cases were moving so fast, Jeff. That you just couldn't do we it. We just couldn't. We couldn't keep up with well, the Well, I'm man. glad y'all done good. Couldn't keep up with the man. I'm glad. People were panic buying. Well, they were like, I want 12 gauges. We're like, we don't have 12 gauges. They're like, well, I'll take four tens. Well, fuck, take it. That's That That was the buzz that we were able to create it at, at Squad Fest. But that's okay. The some people 18. are born. Some people are born with just this natural knack of salesmanship. I've got it. I've got a, a very high charisma rating on on the charisma rating scale, and people fed off of it. Actually, the that's okay. I heard your wife sold more than you did. She's. Do you blame people for no. talking to her over me? No, not at all. 
She was moving a lot of shirts. She was our she was our shirt girl. But see, I don't see Jessie in that light because she's my daughter. So she's not your daughter. She's your daughter-in-law. Yeah, but she's like a daughter. She's been around so freaking long. Well, that confuses everybody. I've gotten more messages on. Well, now how? What? What's the relationship here? People think I'm a son-in-law because you say that. You'd be a good son-in-law. I am a very good son-in-law. But yeah, people are confused because we've got different last names, and people well, think that Jessie is your daughter because you say she's your daughter. Well, she is a daughter too. So. Me time to clear that up so anyways y'all uh the a-team you can refer to me as the a-team for the, the rest of this podcast okay <laughs> so would we be considered the b-team uh you would be considered an also ran an also ran okay <laughs> listen all i know is i i got a phone call from you on like friday y'all's show hadn't even opened and we were scrambling for shotgun shells so. yeah i heard y'all had a hell of opening that's good so it's a good product it sells itself it, well if you want i sell it oh you sell but, it oh you know it is a good product. Um, I didn't have one guy come up to us at Delta that griped about anything. Really? Nope. That's not good. at all. Not one person come up and said a dang thing to it. Now, Stanfield Nines. If you want to order Stanfield Nines, you call Meg at Boss, and she can get you lined up on Stanfield Nines. Sell them by the case. Mm-hmm. So call Meg at the shop at Boss Shot Shells, and you can get your Stanfield Nines for dove season. Dove season dove and teal. early teal. It's a great teal load. You can shoot grouse with it. Mm-hmm. Now, there, it's going to be a limited run. There's not going to be a lot of cases of them, so it's going to go fast. So if so you're you wanting Stanfield Nines, if you're public hunting, uh, dove hunting, or anything like that, and you have to shoot non-talks, you better call Boss now and get the Stanfield Nines. I, I like it for teal season. I need as many pellets out there as I can for those fast little bastards. I, um, and I, most people, a lot of people that don't shoot like big ducks, they shoot small, the smaller species of ducks, so... This will be a good load to have. I got a text, and I looked for it this morning. I can't find it now while I was there from someone that – do you have people that text you and you don't know who it is, but they've got your number, and you uh, and you try sometimes. to look and you try to look back at the other messages to try to figure out who they are? Mm-hmm. Well, I have that. And a guy messaged me, and he's like, hey. He goes, mm-hmm. I heard in 2025 that they're going to go to all uh, – it's going to be lead-free on all dove hunting nationwide. Wouldn't that shock you? No, not at all. It's coming. It's kind of like the the – it's such a weird deal, and I can't believe that it's taken. I just don't know how you can um, how you can pass legislation for waterfowl hunting, but you can do the exact same type of hunting. You can dove hunt uh, one property in the afternoon for dove with lead, and then you can dove hunt that same property the next morning for teal, and you got to switch to non-toxic. So, but our politicians aren't very bright, so the people making the rules, you know, they're pretty pretty gullible. So, well, here's the thing. I told this. I told a guy at the at the booth we were talking about this this weekend and i said listen i said the dove hunters are gonna be like gosh dang boy dove loads you know you used to be able to buy them for three dollars a box and i said it's like you get acclimated to it right once after the first year's over you're used to it and it's a new deal yeah i remember it was horrific when we went to steel shot from lead it was horrific i'm sure and it was because it was terrible and i, I talked to a bunch of people this weekend when we first started when i first got in business we could shoot steel shot or lead shot so we went from shooting lead sixes is what we shot all the time reloads that could just wear shit out to steel and we went from two and three quarter inch shells which is pretty normal to three inch to three and a halves to 10 gauge to triple b's to t shot to f shot because that you didn't have the knockdown power right just didn't have the same shit in it and now with boss we're back to shooting three fives nines Fives, fours, two and three quarter inch. You don't have to buy. You don't even have to buy three inch shells. Yeah. 
Yep, and uh, sub sub gauge culture is alive and well, and it's all thanks to you know companies like Boss that make this. You couldn't do it a long time ago because steel was so shitty. Yes, it was. But it, it, was, uh, a, it was a good weekend. I had an experience on Friday night. We went and ate with uh, Pacific Boys. Took us out to eat dinner. Us and the boss team, boss team, the A the A minus team, I guess is what you call ran. us. The also ran Boss Boys and Pacific guys took us. We went to eat at a sushi place mm. in Little Rock called yeah. Kimura. I was not real open minded about this. I thought I told Michelle, Why? I said, we're going to be probably calling Grubhub when we get done because I didn't know what I, I, the slab of cold fish just does not. Man, I'm telling you, we had ceviche, ceviche, however, say it that I say wrong. John Paul was on my butt all weekend about that. We had ceviche. It's good. It's real good. It was very good there. Had, um, and I ordered some fried rice, but the sh- they had a chef's plate they brought us that was huge. They sat in the middle of the table. There was 12 of us. And it had uh, spicy tuna and all this other stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I will be going to a sushi restaurant again soon. Yes. Little Rock is known for a sushi right next that's to the what water. We, that's what I told someone, yeah, too. I was like, right next I'm to the a little nervous. High, it was a very top-end deal. Yeah. I mean, it was very good. The boys from the Pacific Pacific yeah. bragged about how good it was. And they eat sushi a lot. And yeah. they grew up on this stuff. Well, that makes sense for them. Yes. Not for somebody from Arkansas. No. but they, And the, then the sushi chefs were all Mexican. <laughs> Funny how that works. The kid who's the kid whose dad's the manager or assistant manager was telling us about it, but boy, it was very good service. It was a very it was a top notch restaurant. Really, really good. Had a good time. Delta won a shotgun. What kind of shotgun? One a uh, Weatherby automatic, eight hundred thousand dollar gun. We're gonna give eight hundred thousand dollar eight hundred to a thousand dollar gun. Oh, I haven't got it yet, so I don't. But yeah, that's what I won. But had it like you bid on it? You bid it up no. to eight hundred thousand dollars? No. Just a no, I ticket? bought a ticket. Gotcha. I bought I bought a uh they had some mugs. And if you bought a mug, it was forty dollars, then you could get a dr- all the drinks you wanted in it. Oh, nice. So I bought me a mama mug to get our drinks in it, okay. and they give you two tickets. One eight four one three five. And the reason it. I remember that number is they were fixing to draw it, and I was like, What's the blue deal anyways? And they said it's a gun. I said, Well, hopefully they call one eight four three five four or one eight three five five or something. And as soon as I said it, he goes, One eight four one three five. That's it. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" So I won again. Anyways, it'll be it'll be in Dad's scholarship raffle that we do this year. Uh, can you do that? Well, yeah, they're gonna give it to me. I can give it away. I'm gonna put it in a raffle here. I'm gonna wait till I get the gun. I ain't got yeah, it. They yet. gotta be 18 years or older. No, not. We're gonna raffle off an auction for Dad's don't farm oh, scholarship. Oh, I gotcha. It'll okay. be one of the guns that we give away this year. It'll be a gun that I won. Mm. So I'm gonna try to do something positive. It won't be it. shot. I that's don't need. For sure. I don't need another gun. Not gonna have a whole lot of shotgun shells run through it. So you have zero gun shells through it. It'll be stick right in a box. The way I get its way, it's gonna go out the door. Won't even put the son of a bitch together. Nope. Uh if it's eight hundred thousand dollars, you might should keep it. Yes. They uh Delta was an interesting banquet. Good um, people. Yeah. Same as we're gonna have a guy from Delta on later next week. We're gonna talk about the Pentagon. He was there when the plane hit. So it's gonna be an interesting podcast. Chris Williams. He's an interesting guy. Met a lot of really cool people. Met a lot of new friends, old friends. Uh, got to have dinner with Ray Ray, friend, old friend of ours. God, he's got good stories. Uh, really enjoyed Stacy Coker and Wade Skeen set for dinner with me the other night. God, they're fucking hilarious. Stacy Coker's got a lot of good stories. He's an interesting guy. I'm sure glad we had him on the podcast. Let's switch it up a minute. Let's talk football. Oh, it's that time of year. Ten minutes in, and you're already switching the running backs. Deuce Vaughn, baby. Deuce Vaughn for president. 
Deuce Vaughn for president. Have you seen his little ass? Well, I know the guy the Cowboys drafted. Poof. Five five. Yeah, he, uh, Kansas State is famous for that. Do you remember Darren Sproles? Let me see if I can find the video I was watching. He was a funny looking little bastard running through the running through there. People are gonna lose him. Somebody said something there. They said it was so nice. An eight year old kid got to practice with the Cowboys today. Mm-hmm. One of the coaches' kids. Let me see. He's very talented. That's no, not gonna show it. But but he is a very talented running back. He was very good at Kansas State. But so was Darren Sproles, and he was small. I don't know if he was five five small. I don't think he was much bigger than that. Maybe five seven. That kid's good though. That kid was is real 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 good. He'll take he'll takes a lot of passing games away from Tony Pollard. Well, let me tell you, we were standing around Saturday, and you know we we were out of stuff almost immediately. That's how the A team rolls. And uh, about two thirty rolled around two forty five, and we were like. All right, let's start uh, organizing and getting ready to go. And anyway, we roll out probably 2.45. Were the skies getting black at this time or anything? Kind of, kind of to the west. Um, I'd heard some people talking about, you know, we might have a storm brewing around 3, 3.30. And, you know, nobody, you know how it is at, at Squad Fest. I mean, you know. Nobody's paying well, attention. Well, and I mean at, at, at any hunting show, like nobody's paying attention. Everybody's talking and like I... There were, I don't think I looked at my phone uh, until the show was over Friday. I mean, it's just, it's that fast. Like, unless I felt it, like, vibrating a phone call, I never looked at it. And then, all of a sudden, like, we're on the road 30 minutes, and, like, it got dark, and those clouds started swirling, and I told Jesse, I was like, ooh, fuck. Like, because they were just in, I think they were in the middle of the duck calling contest. When we left, a duck calling contest was going on, so I don't know where they were in it, and then I'm telling you what, if the if the storm on the highway was what it was like at Squad Fest, it was a fucking rodeo. I saw the video of it because heavy, high straight line winds, heavy rain, thunder, lightning everywhere. The whole the whole thing. And um, I've seen some videos come out of Squad Fest, but it looked like it was a rodeo about three thirty. So we made the right decision leaving whenever we did. Buck told me that Jay. Yeah, his wife almost got KO'd by a table. And that uh, the Cadillac Creek boys helped them get their stuff yep. put up, but they wouldn't have got their shit put up. Yeah, because I think uh, I I talked to Jay right before. I kind of told him, like, I think around 2.30, we're going to start kind of organizing and kind of getting everything ready to go. And he said he, said he was going to go pull up his, because he had a space behind him. He said he was going to pull up his truck behind him and just kind of drop the tailgate and just start, you know, pre-closing. And then um, I, I was talking to him the next day, and he was like, he was in the middle of doing all that, and that thing blew in kind of out of nowhere. So I, I guess it, from what I was understood, all the vendors got their stuff put up. I think so. But dive, dive bomb, bomb stuff yeah. was scattered everywhere. Yeah, they did not. Well, I mean, they had that they had that professional tent, you know, kind of like that wedding tent. So they're, you know, did take, it withstand it? No, 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 no. It caved in. Oh shit! But no, I mean, it all takes that shit underneath it. It takes a professional crew to to put up and take that thing down. I think you know any any time I've ever been in a situation where something like that is up, like weddings and stuff. There's a crew that stakes and they, it all. Down. They brought a lot of stuff to their warehouse and staged it yeah. in there so yeah. you could load your stuff up there, right? Well, that was the second place. So they had like their normal tent where you walk through and you know see everything that's coming and you could buy. Uh, some things there, but like if you got like a bulk order at the entrance of the park, they had another tent set up stacked high with boxes of decoys and stuff like that. Did so, it get hit too then? I'm assuming so. I've not seen pictures of it. But Wow. 
Yeah, it was it was scary. Shitters all tipped over. God almighty. So they got a, they got a mess on their hands, but you know, um, and you can't help nothing like no, that. You have I an mean, outdoor event and usually in July. Usually in July your thunderstorm season is not that prevalent. No, but I mean it and like whenever I mean, let's be real. Like whenever they were like, Well, a thunderstorm might blow up, I thought isolated thunderstorm. Fifty mile an hour winds. Yeah, you know, something, you know, might be a little popcorn thunderstorm or whatever, pop up and then go away in fifteen minutes. But this thing, when I looked at it on the radar, it was big. It was Eighty fast. mile an hour winds. Yeah, eighty mile an hour winds is what they said. And um so shout out to the people at Die Bomb for cleaning that stuff up. You know, uh and there's nothing they can do. I no. mean, it's just a shitty situation for everybody because they don't want to have a thunderstorm blow through at three o'clock in the middle of the calling contest. So I went to we were at, a bad deal all the way around. We were at Ducks in nineteen ninety eight, I believe. And then we had they had at Memphis at Shelby Farms. And it was in a parking lot type deal, and it was, it was in May, and it wasn't. I don't remember it being hot. Matter of fact, I think it, the, the second day we had a cold front come through because Michelle wore, wore a jacket, even if, I, if I'm remembering right. But we were kind of up. We were in the parking lot, and the parking lot kind of was up a little higher where we were. Mm-hmm. We had our booth. It was us, and Eli Haydale was next to me, and I think Avery was selling just coolers. Then was next to me. That was we were together, but down the hill was outlaw decoys right across from us, but it was down the hill. It, we had a thunderstorm hit the middle of the night, and we had about four inches of rain, and it went from being an 80-degree day the first day to the second day, it was like 65 degrees. I mean, it was a cool, cloudy, overcast, rainy-looking day. Right. But we had all that rain. Outlaw's Outlaw's booth was almost knee-deep in water. Oof. A couple of booths were over there. I felt sorry for those people. We were lucky. We were dry where we was. Right. But, I mean, it hit hard over that well. If that hits in the middle of the day, there's nothing you can do on any outdoor event. You see outdoor concerts, right. you're at the mercy of the weather. Right. Yeah. I you mean, know, there's nothing that, you can do. And, no. And, I mean, let's be honest. These these companies that put this on, uh, it's it's a lot of money to rent the space. It's a lot of money to, you know, you're paying caterers, or not caterers, but food trucks to show up. and It's a high risk. You know, it's a lot of money that they're putting out. They want it to be sunny and 75 degrees or 80 degrees. I mean, that's, you know, they don't want high heat and a fucking thunderstorm to blow through so uh they'll they'll figure it out and it was hot there too wasn't it oh yeah it was yeah i mean it's wad fest in july so the the last day was pretty rough just because the wind quit blowing oh that makes a big difference first day uh we had we had pretty good wind all day long but that that last day right after lunch wind quit blowing and got pretty toasty but it is what it is. It's St. a kickoff Louis. to waterfowl season. Everybody is. is ready for waterfowl hunting. It what, was what blew me away was the young kids spending a lot of money. Parents make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the flat billed kids are shoppers. I mean, it's just crazy to me that a twenty one year old kid was coming up and buying shotgun shells for over three hundred dollars. Well, That's a lot of those kids, a, a lot of the, those kids that are like that, are working kids, right? And I, I think a lot of those kids have went to trade schools or work for a place like plumbers, electricians. They make really good money. They're not married, and they don't have kids. So where do you spend your money on yourself? Whatever you want. That's exactly right. We had a lot of those kids there, too. We had some kids there. Does that first. not shock you, though? Um, Yeah, I talked to a couple of them, and I asked what they did. And that That's why I had I told you what I said, because that's what they were doing. But right. they had... Uh, where they were college kids and they worked and they were single, but we had some kids there. I call them kids, other in their twenties. To me, that's a kid, but they're men. We had some twenty-year-olds that were there for three days in a row. Hmm. I'm like, God, y'all are still here. 
And they had bags every day. Just spending that money. Yep. Bye, 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 bye. It's crazy. The, 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 I saw mostly like the same people that I'd seen the past three years. It's kind of that same crowd. So they're loyal to the death, which is good. Did you meet anybody interesting? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I did. No, nothing rings in off the top of my head. Talked to a lot of people. I got to visit with the guy at GNH Decoys that owns it. Well, he wasn't at I bomb. No, at squat uh, at uh, Delta. Really interesting guy. He's gonna be on the podcast either late this week or next week. Interesting deal taking that old business and or you know it's the oldest manufacturer of decoys in the United States. Yep. And talking to him about the stuff they got going on. Pretty a very interesting man. Look, it's gonna be a really interesting podcast. Yeah. All right, now let's go back to football now. Okay. Anyways, these running backs in the NFL, they think they got this leverage. They have zero leverage. There's a thousand guys in football camp or wanting to be in football camp right now that are busting their ass just to make a roster. Mm -hmm. If you think some kid that's an undrafted free agent from Abilene Christian that's a tailback, and he was a stud in college, I'm just using ACU. I have no idea if they've got a I'm just using as a as a, as a team. And that kid's got a chance to make an NFL football team. You think he really gives a shit if Melvin Gordon's not making $12 million a year or Austin Eckler? No. Right. He's wanting to feed his family to get the opportunity to him make a million dollars a year, which is hitting the lottery in life. And let's be honest. I don't mean to hurt any running back's feelings, but I'm probably going to. Hit the hole. Yep. Hit nope. the hole. Block the guy that, that you know. If you're in pass protection, the guy that, that gets away, block him. Block the blitzer. That's why I'm surprised Zeke Elliott hasn't been signed. I mean, that's kind of it. I realize, you know, I'm oversimplifying it to a certain degree, but you're not uh, you're not reading defenses. You're kind of going to where you were told to go. Make a play. Hit the hole. Make a play. Yeah, you're not – a running back in today's football – is not near as valuable as a running back was in 1978. Well, no, because he was gonna. He was. He was the he bell was cow. gonna go. The team was gonna go. However, he went. Yep. If you yeah. had a 2,000 yard rusher. Well, you were probably gonna be pretty good that year because you would throw the ball. I don't know. What you'd get 700 passing yards from your quarterback back then? No, they would throw more than that. But you were throwing the ball 20 times a game. Now they're throwing the ball 60 times a game. Not not that many. Shit. Josh Allen threw, I heard this yesterday, he threw 36 times a game before his elbow injury, 33 times a game after his elbow injury. What Patrick Mahomes average? what was his attempts? Joe Burrows. But anyways, the quarterback is the most important position. Now you're finding out, which we've known for a long time, and Mike Shanahan did this when he was at Denver. The most important thing is your offensive lineman. If you got a good offensive lineman, you can have an above-average quarterback and an above-average running back, and you can be very good, especially if you have a good defense to go with it. Right. Mahomes is projected to throw the ball 636 times this year. So at 17 games at 630, 17 would be 30, 40, almost 40 times. So you're right, 35 times a game. And then the next is Jalen Hur or Josh Allen's projected to throw it 570, Burrow 610. So 30 Herbert 689. That's my guy. Okay, that's that's – you were just bitching about him last I'm week. I'm not bitching about him at all. You did too. You he's said he's guy. overpaid. He he is overpaid for his for what he's brought the ch the Chargers. He's yes, overpaid. Zero playoff wins. He's overpaid for that. But supply and demand. Uh, Justin Fields three eighty. So that's twenty times a game. Twenty two. So twenty two to forty times is going to be the average. But back in the day, they were probably throwing the ball 15 to 20 times. But the deal was they wasn't throwing it down. They, they weren't throwing little short run passes all the time. 
Rodgers is projected to throw at 6'10". I don't see – well, maybe. I don't know. Depends on if they get Dalvin Cook or not. I think that signs today. So, anyways, let's go back to the running back deal. Okay. All these people, Saquon Barkley caved for an extra million dollars incentives. Yep. But he had no choice. You know, now you've got Jonathan Taylor, who might be the dumbest man in Indianapolis. Poor guy. Who's wanting more money, and he didn't do shit last year. Right. He should have done this the year back before. Last he proved, the year before. He proved last year why owners don't want to pay running backs. Yes. He was hurt all last year. Right? Yep. And that's what they don't want to do. It's a job that has a high risk. Now, the NFL CBA, their veteran players had a meeting and a vote three years ago when they didn't decide not to go on the NFL on strike, that they were going to play football, and they signed this new CBA. With the new CBA, it comes slotted draft picks. If you're picked first, you're going to make so much money, X amount of dollars. If you're picked 780th, you're going to make X amount of dollars. Now, you can argue over the guaranteed money deal, but that's basically the contract you're going to get. Well, the NFL veterans got sick and tired of a couple years ago when Jamarcus Russell was the first-round pick out for Oakland, and he signed a four-year, $60 million deal, and he hadn't done shit, and he was not worth it. So they decided instead of giving all these rookies money on their deals, they were going to let the veterans on their second contract make all the money. So that's why they've got slotted draft picks. The running back position, unfortunately, after your five years is up, you don't have a lot of leverage. Yeah, You're going to get franchised two or three years, and you're done. Now, if you're franchise, that means you're making the average of the top three running backs in the league. It's pretty damn good money. Not bad money. If you're making $10 million a year to run the ball, you're lucky. Zeke Elliott and Todd Gurley, you can thank them both for ruining long-term contracts because Zeke's money deal was no good, and neither was Todd Gurley's. Zeke, I don't understand why nobody hasn't signed him. Zeke is a great pass blocker, mm-hmm. a great pass blocker. That has, That just floors me. That's where the Cowboys are going to really miss Zeke this year. I don't think pass Tony Bollard, Pollard is near the pass blocker that Zeke was. Here are Jonathan Taylor's stats for last year. Week one, 31 rush attempts, 161, and a tud. Very good game. Week two, nine for 54, no touchdowns. Week three, nine for or 21 for 71, no touchdowns. Week Next week, 20 attempts for 42 yards, missed the next two weeks, and then he was 10 attempts for 58, 16 attempts for 76, and a fumble, missed the next game, and then he had one other good game that year for 22 attempts, 147 yards, and a touchdown. He had but two games why. that he had over 100, 100 yards. Yeah. The first game and the 11th and game. That one. Yeah. He had two games he had 100 yards. Yeah, you're not no kind of leverage to be asking for. I mean, that's that's – yeah, and yet now you want a five-year, $100 million contract. That ain't happening. Right. Not with those numbers. Nope. Uh, yeah. But, but that's just the state of running back, and it's shitty. I understand. The more and, – and, and owners are using the wear and tear against them. You know, you've carried the ball X amount of times. The, historically speaking, the wheels are going to fall off very soon, and I don't want to overpay for that. They so, were, I mean, I understand it from the owner's side. They showed a statistic on the average length of time in the NFL. If you're an offensive lineman. It ain't long. An offensive lineman is. How long? If you start as an offensive tackle or offensive guard or center in the NFL, you're going to play for 10 years usually. I wonder why. Because it's it's me-to-you contact. Not high, not not fast I, contact. I, I, I don't know. But those Kinda guys. And, and those stuff. guys seem to get better as they get older. 
Well, they, I think they get smarter. I think they figure out how to yeah. use their like, body. Like Jason Kelsey. Yeah. How long has he been playing football? He's my age, and I he, think. And he's still playing in the NFL as a center. As a top center. Yes. Uh, Mark Jason Peters that played for the, the, the line for the, the Eagles. I mean, those guys stay a long time. That's why Kansas City's wanting to to put up 35 years old. He's 35. Yeah. They're, they're wanting to uh, – he's, he's played 176 games. He's played 10 complete seasons as an NFL starter, basically, because it's 17 games now. It used to be 16. So he's t- 10 or 11 years, played every game for 11 years. But you look at uh, the guy for the Cowboys, Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are screwing up by not signing him long term. Right. They don't want to, they don't want to spend no more money on him. Well, that you, you. But look at the difference when he's out of the game. Like Tyrone Smith, when Tyrone don't play left tackle, and he's been hurt a bunch too lately. But they're still doing it. You think the Cowboys would be dicking around with a running back at thirty-two years old, or however Tyrone Smith is that had back injuries? No. No. Those guys are valuable because of the 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 how much experience they have and the way they play the game. The kid for the Chiefs, that white kid from uh, OU that plays center for them, I can't remember his name, but I mean, he's a Kansas City Chief. He's going to be a free agent after that. He's going to be – his contract's up after this year and next year. I don't think he's a first-round pick because they can't, uh, they can't um, do a fifth-year option on him, I don't think. And he may have been a first-round pick, but he's – Chet Creed Humphreys. That's exactly right. I don't remember when he was drafted. I don't know if he's a first-round pick. Or a second round pick. Second round. In the second round. Okay. So they don't have to do. He a, is from Shawnee. 24 years of age. 24 years of age. That's going to be a wealthy man right there. He's very good. He shows up to work. He don't worry about him getting arrested. He'll probably get arrested tonight and after I said this shit. Poor kid. But but he's a great football player. That's the reason why they're not, they didn't spend a bunch of money on wide receivers. Right. They got to go sign that kid. Well, and you got Patrick Mahomes, so. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and Travis that, Kelsey took team-friendly deals, though. He And Mahomes has that Rodgers and Favre type thing where he can make players a lot better than yes. they actually are. Well, not offensive linemen. No, 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 no. But he can make receivers yes. Yes. a lot better than they actually are. Yes, and that's what – but that kid right there is fixing to get paid. And the Chiefs know that. That's why they're not uh, – that Chris Jones kid that plays defensive end for him is wanting $30 million a year. You know, right. They're playing him $22 million a year. Well, you're going to get your $22 million a year. You can stay home. Yeah. These NFL owners have starting to realize they've got the leverage. Mm-hmm. If if Jonathan Taylor, who says now his back's bothering him, right? He said his back. I just I was just reading that. Um, I should have fucking pinned it, and I'm 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 kicking myself for not. Um, okay, here it is. Uh, ESPN Colts running back Jonathan Taylor reported to training camp complaining of back pain that was deemed to be from a pre-existing injury. The team is now considering placing him on the non-football injury list, which could result in him not being paid for the regular season. So Yeah, sit out one time, Levy, on Bell, and see if you ever get that money back. So Ursay is saying, like, you're not getting a new deal. And if you want to hold out, it's funny because you were complaining about back injuries not too long ago. So you didn't hurt them in football. I'm assuming they get a physical at the end of the year, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, you didn't hurt your back playing football. So we'll slap you with the NFI, and then we'll see you in 2024, and you'll play the contract that you have. You'll play. You'll you'll play this year for the money that you've already agreed to. Like or that. maybe you can have a, a magical healing process, and we'll see you at training camp. Yeah, get your ass out of here and play and earn your money. Then, if you have a really good year this year, you've got one year left on your deal. 
You can play it, and we'll franchise, and you'll make $11 million a year, which is a lot more money than most people make, mm-hmm. and you should be happy and appreciative of it. But those guys, that that Le'Veon Bell had a better deal than they did because when Le'Veon Bell, Bell set out a year, and he come and I think he played the last three games a year, maybe or four, I can't remember what it was. Then he become a free agent, and he signed with the Jets. Yep. Well, guys were still paying running backs some pretty good money at that time. Yeah. That ain't happening no more. And I don't – it sucks. I mean, it really does. I mean, you know, the the more they do, the better they work, the harder they run, the more attempts that they get, it all gets used against you when it comes contract time. Uh, so it was, his Jets deal was four-year, 500 – or four-year, 52 million, 52.5. No, no. That's the deal he could have had with the Steelers. Instead, he got a four-year, fifty-two point five million with thirty-five million guaranteed. Okay, never mind. That's what I, I just said. I, I read it wrong. I'm sorry. He got thirty-five million guaranteed, and I think he got thirty-five million was it because they ended up cutting his ass. Right. And he said he was petty about it, but he could have had more money with Pittsburgh if he'd have signed that contract. But nobody's getting thirteen, fourteen million dollar contracts as running backs. That ain't happening no more. And, and it is bad deal. But you know what? When We'll go back to Eric Dickerson when he was getting all the money in at Los Angeles and Indianapolis when he was with the Colts or wherever all he was at. St. Louis, I can't remember where all Dickerson. I think he played with the Indy first. Anyways, when he was getting all that money, was he worried about the offensive guard and how much money he was making? Probably not. No, because that's it. Just the game changes. Right. Right now, cornerbacks make a lot more money than they used to because we wide receivers do. Makes sense. I'm gonna bet when Michael Irvin was at this at his best time. I'll bet he was not a top 25 paid player in the league. I bet he was. In the league? Top five. Top 25 paid player in the league. No. Right now, who's the best wide receiver? Devontae Adams? No, Justin Jefferson. No, Justin Jefferson hadn't got a big contract yet, though. That's not what you asked. You asked who the best Okay, who's the paid wise? I think probably Uh, Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill's got the biggest contracts for wide receivers. But here's Peterson real quick before I look up that. Five for 40 was his biggest deal with the Vikings. Eight million a year, and only seventeen million of it was guaranteed. But there, but back then that was probably a lot more conducive to being a top fifty right. contract. Well, nowadays running backs are on the bottom of the list. I'm, I'm gonna say Tyreek or Devonte. Tyreek, thirty million dollars. Okay, he's making thirty million dollars. He's gonna make three times more. Than Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. How come nobody bitches about that when they do it? They always want to show the offensive lineman or somebody that's contracts. So that's, you know, they don't ever talk about the wide receiver position. Right. Because they're okay with them guys making that much money, but they seem to be pissed off when the linemen do. I wouldn't be pissed off at the guy. I mean, because if you got a shitty line, then you're not going to do very well. No, but that's that's always who the the, the pundits and stuff pull out because the it's Giants. It's not a sexy position. Right. The Giants just paid that tight, that. Left tackle a hundred million dollar contract for four years, right? And they and they're paying Saquon ten. Well, that guy's more valuable. Right. He know he doesn't vote j- block just for Saquon. He blocks for the quarterback too that you paid a lot of money for. Did you see? Um, Le'Veon was he didn't understand how Daniel Jones got paid. Supply and demand. So his con Daniel Jones contracts four for twenty five. If Daniel Jones, that's not. I mean, that's a steal. That's a great quarterback contract for the team. I mean, he's not. He's paid for what he's put up. He's not. He didn't. He didn't reset the market. He, 
I mean, what is that? That's he's got twenty six million dollars guaranteed. Twenty six million. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wait, no, it's eighty two million fully. Go down to the athletic. That's his new contract. So he gets eighty two nine million a year this year. Ooh, 35, 30, 46. 46 in twenty twenty six. Maybe that is a little lot. Well, hold, hold on, I, I think I understand that. If now. He, hold on. But if he turns, if he's good, they only they've only guaranteed eighty million of it, so it's twenty million a year guaranteed. So if he doesn't, if he if they cut him in twenty twenty five, the cap hit is fifty six million dollars, but they only paid him eighty million because if you look, it's twenty one million, forty five million, thirty nine, and fifty six. But what is a contract if he turns out to be really good and they like him? And I'm, they won. I'm Team Levy on here. That's a dumb contract. Who, but he would have signed that on a free agent market. Somebody would have mm-hmm. signed him. Somebody would have signed Daniel Jones on the free agent on the free agent market. He proved last year he can be really good. He wasn't great, but he was a winning quarterback. He was not really okay, good. Okay, hold, hold on. Dalvin Cook, an all-pro running back, is on the free agent market. How many teams have signed him? Well, none, yeah. And what's, what's he fixing to sign? $5 million contract. That's it? Yeah, Daniel Jones, though, if he's a free agent, someone's signing him to $30 million, $40 million a year contract. That's the going rate for quarterbacks. Let's just see what his stats were. They got $40 million a year. Yeah, you see, you're, you're looking at it the wrong way, though. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're not looking at it supply and demand. There's only 32 starting quarterbacks, and he was a top 21. That's the thing. You, you, know, you, you can't look at it as uh, compared to – the, the number one quarterback, because he's not. But he's 26 years old. He started in the NFL for four years. And they made him prove it. They didn't give him a – they didn't do the fifth-year con- extension on him. They made him prove his worth, and he did. Uh, week one. That's completions. Go, go, to the, go, go to the playoff game right there. That's, but, that's week 18. But, okay – but but he but, was nineteen for one seventy seven and two touchdowns, rushing, no interceptions, ninety one yards rushing and two touchdowns. He's a good football player. That's a lot of money for that. Who else are you going to sign? Are you going to pay a running quarterback that kind of money? He throws the ball at least. Yeah, they do. Lamar Jackson got he more. Than it, he did. He threw it nineteen times. Look the last and see game. how many Lamar. He's that's not the way their team is set up. That's what I'm saying. You're comparing him. To, to the top 10 quarterbacks, he's not, but he's a top 20 quarterback. Who's more important for the Giants, Daniel Jones or Saquon? Da- Daniel Jones. I disagree. I don't. I disagree. So you who could have drafted a quarterback to do to hand the ball off to Saquon and throw it 19 times a game. You think so, huh? Yeah. Bullshit. Anthony Richardson will do that <laughs> with the Colts. Whatever. He will. The guy won play. I'm saying to- it right now. Hold on. You want to take it? You want to make a little bet? You want to sure. make a little side wager? Yeah. Anthony Richardson will have a better statistical season than Daniel Jones. How many games will he win? I'm not worried about that. I am. As an owner of a team, I want to win fucking games. I don't want a damn PlayStation 5 quarterback. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Everybody wants that. No, you don't. That's why Lamar Jackson got paid. Yeah, and how Lamar many... Jackson's not going to win anything, but they paid him because he's going to put butts in the stands. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How, many ga- how much money is Lamar Jackson making? He's making a whole lot more than Daniel Jones is. Because he's a PlayStation 5 quarterback. Yeah. Daniel Jones won one more playoff game than Lamar Jackson has the last two years. Well, and we see who got paid more. So that shows you what the owners want. They want butts no, in the stands. It's because you they can't find want... quarterbacks. Well, 
You, you, you cannot find quarterbacks. Daniel Jones has improved every year he's been in the league. He got him a he got him a quarterback coach who done Josh Allen and made Josh Allen a good quarterback. Do you think Brian Dayball, who was around Josh Allen, would want to sign him if he didn't like him? Kid's got a lot of potential. He's a good athlete. He also had the shittiest wide receiving group in the football. Would you want to argue that? Hold on. I don't think Brian. Uh, hold on a second. What? Where all has Brian Dayball been? Look him up on Wikipedia well, right there. We're about to just fucking find out and see how good of a coach he really is. Uh, with the Patriots, the Jets, who during the Mangini days, he was with the Browns, the Dolphins. Offensive coordinator at Alabama in 17, 18 was the Buffalo Bills coordinator. 18 right. to 21. But, I mean, everywhere he was before there, he was a defensive. He's a, he was a defensive assistant. Yeah, and then he's a wide receivers coach, a quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator at Cleveland, offense coordinator during the Miami. Philbin days when they didn't do anything. What the fuck does the guy got to fucking do to do anything? You had well, he was also at Kansas City as offensive coordinator. Well, how did he get a job before Bienemy did? I don't think Bienemy uh, does a very good job of interviewing. Well, he must not because I'm telling you what that resume right there give me Bienemy all day long. You're taking you're taking this right here and you're tar you're parlaying that into a head job. Oh, he so, better, so you're better, bitching about the guy who took him to fucking playoffs last year in his first year? He should thank his lucky stars that he had Josh Allen. Otherwise, he's still in a coordinator somewhere. Huh. huh. You thank don't think maybe Josh Allen stars. improved because of him? Look at Josh Allen's numbers starting in 2018. Let's look up Josh Allen. Go look at Josh Allen. I now. mean, do you think any of that Jets during Andy, the Pennington they didn't days? Hire, they didn't hire him as a coach because of what he did at the Jets. I understand. Obviously, they done really well. So I guess now you're telling me that the uh, Mara family in the New York should not have hired Brian Dayball. Did they make the playoffs I'd, in his first year? I'd have gone with Bienemy. Well, hire his ass. Be Nobody enemy, else is. Bienemy for life. Why would you hire Bienemy? Look at what he's done in, in Kansas City. He had Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Do you think Andy Reid's offensive coordinator? Do you think Bienemy is? Who's calling the plays, Jeff? Go to Josh Allen. Look up Josh Allen. See his numbers in 2018. Was he in the league then? I don't know, but Josh Allen took a bunch of steps forward. You're the only person in New York that's a Giants fan that thinks they ought to get rid of Brian Dayball <laughs> because he didn't do something. He was a coordinator at Alabama at some time. This is driving me crazy the way it's bouncing. It's driving me crazy the way you're fucking talking now. Everybody that said you're an idiot at the hunting show, I'm starting to believe them now. So your your team, your team Dayball. I think Dayball's a good coach. I don't have nothing against Eric Bieniemy, but there's a reason why nobody's hiring him. And I don't know what that reason is. I, I think he doesn't interview good. I think he had a couple of alcohol incidents at one time or something. Okay. This is as far back as it'll go. 2020. Well, that don't do us any good now. You're telling me you couldn't went to Wikipedia and then Josh Allen, they'd just give us our stats. I mean, I've got while you stats. were at, go to Brian Dayball. Go to Brian Dayball right there. I've got a stat right now, there. And now look up Josh Allen. And they'll have all the years. He's an American football quarterback. Okay. He went to he went to the, he went there in seventeen. In two thousand eighteen, his first year. Look at the improvement. Now, you don't think Dayball had anything to do with him improving himself? I don't see anything from seventeen. All I see is eighteen. He was That's, five and six for. He played 2000 with Dayball yards. every year, and he got better. 
And then look, Dayball left and his numbers went down. He oh was my. hurt last year. Well, his numbers went down. He hurt his elbow Any, last anyways, year. Anyways, Dayball has been proven to be a good football coach and is very well respected in the NFL and had done a good job. They gave that contract to jo- to, to Daniel Jones because they like him. But the problem is there's not other quarterbacks out there to get. I mean, who the, who's going to be Arizona's starting quarterback this year? Maybe Clint or Colt McCoy early in the year? Uh, I mean, they think Kyler yeah. might play, but they don't know. But Colt McCoy, that's where we're at in the NFL right now. It's hard to find quarterbacks that are fucking worth this shit. Hmm. And so it's supply and demand. So I'll keep Daniel Jones, you sign Saquon. Together, I'd rather have both of them together. But if I was going to sign one, I'd have signed And the reason they did what they did was because of that. They could have franchised Daniel Jones. They got a good deal on Daniel Jones. They liked the numbers they gave on him. Do I think he's overpaid? Yes, in retrospect of the rest of the league. But with the shortages in quarterbacks, no, he's not. All these quarterbacks that got drafted this year first, how, I mean, in the first round, how many of them actually are going to be good quarterbacks in the league in three years? I don't even know who got, other than Anthony Richardson. Uh, the kid uh, from, from uh, Alabama and the kid from Ohio State. One of them went to Carolina. One of them went to the Texans. You've got Anthony Richardson. You got the kid that went to uh, Tennessee, the kid from Kentucky that sat there all day by himself, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't, you know, you're throwing. Uh, John Elway, someone did an interview with him about six years ago, and they were talking about drafting quarterbacks. He said, we'll draft one first every year till we hit the one we need. Because that's where your whole franchise is. That's why San Diego or the Chargers paid all that money to Justin Herbert. Boy, Rogers took up for Hackett. He, he was not happy. Sean Payton's very overrated. He was not happy. He said, Rogers said, you know, basically all Sean Payton's doing is hedging. He he doesn't think he's going to do worth shit this year, and he's already placing the blame on Nathaniel Hackett, saying, "Listen, this was in shambles when I got here. You had the worst coach in NFL history. So, like, if expectations, if we don't meet expectations, he's still the reason why. What he's you, basically doing a Joe Biden. What do you think? What do you think? Or, uh, Obama. What do you think Denver ends up doing? I'd have to look at their schedule. <sighs> They're seven they're, and ten. They're in one of the toughest divisions in football. You got the Chargers, you got the Chiefs. Uh Raiders are gonna be one of the bottom dwellers. But um You think so? Yeah. Raiders I mean, have the same team they had last year outside of quarterback. I think the Raiders and the the Broncos are gonna compete for the last spot. In well, the, I would say that's AFC probably West. true. And I think it's gonna be a tight race. Um what happened with Somebody posted uh, public hunters in Texas just got screwed. Something about no bow hunting, and that included fish bow oh, hunting, on, too. As of September 1, you may no longer hunt or uh, you may no longer hunt navigable waterways and their bed basin, etc., with a rifle, bow, or shotgun with slugs. Uh, so, no more public hunting. No more river hunting with bows, shotguns, and rifles. That's what I'm hearing. Hmm. You got serious about that phone. Anyways, before that phone call was there, I'll I'll tell you a couple of tidbits. We'll switch back up to the the waterfowl, or go back to waterfowl for just a second. Um, R&T did a... uh, duck call release on 24 7 calls uh-huh for with Raynar. yeah and a guy wanted one of the calls and had limited to like 25 or 50 of them or something they were sold out fast i was gonna go down and get a call for a guy who was was interested in one he messaged me and i said yeah i'll go i don't mind at all 
I went down there at eight o'clock in the morning. They were giving away at noon. There was already like four or five people in line. Mm-hmm. Then I looked up and it was eleven fifty, and I went down there and the line was bigger than what it was going to be. So I didn't get a call that evening. I texted the guy and I said, "Listen, I couldn't get one. It just didn't work out." He said, "Well, I found them online. Somebody was selling them for eight fifty already that evening." Oh wow! I was like, "Shit! I should went in line and tried to buy ten of them." <laughs> Capitalism, baby. Damn, pretty good, pretty good deal right there. Jesus. Uh, in Little Rock downtown, for some reason, the waterfowl guys have decided they're all professional scooter riders. Oh. Those lime scooters, yeah. they rent them everywhere down there. There was a guy that worked for a blind company, and I can't remember the name of the blind company. And I looked up, and he was at the Alpha Outdoors booth. I went by there to see them and was taught. And, and this guy's face is just tore up. Well, I thought, that poor fucker's got something wrong with him. So I didn't say nothing. Uh-huh. You know? If I'd have known what happened, I'd have made a kill. Anyways, he was out in front of everybody in the hotel, and he face-planted on some bitches. Shit, right? <laughs> he had road rash up and down his face. They have a new product that's really cool that will not have anything to do with us because it does not work here. But it's a magnet for the tr- – it's a gun magnet. You put your gun and you put the strap around a tree when you're flooded timber hunting. Oh. You just put the strap around the tree and you put your gun on the magnet right there. Right. They sold the shit out of those things. Hmm. I was like, that's fucking common sense stuff. You just put a little thing on your gun that's a magnet. You just put your gun it just sucks right up to it. I thought, man, that's a really good deal. You put your gun down when you're putting your decoys because you right. got to carry them everywhere. Yeah, 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 you can't just set it down on water. Really, really, I, I told that guy, I was like, man, that's a fucking smart idea right there. He goes, yeah, it's got to be interesting. You know, Hunter come up with this, and I put this together and come up with how to do it and 3D printed something, and it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Huh. Sold a lot of blind caddy stuff. Oh, good. Done, good. done really well there. Yeah, those are going to be cool. Uh, Lucky Duck. It's got a new ice eater out. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get Luke on, I believe, this week. Yep. Excited about that. Excited about the And the ice new... eater floats on the top. Is that right? I've not seen enough to know. Uh, okay. We'll talk about, about it when it. we have Luke on. But anyways, we will have the guys from Lucky Duck But I do on. like the new spinner that they come out with. It's black on one side, white on the other, more contrast. So that will be, uh, that'll be good. And, it, you know, white side always goes down whenever you hit the off button. How old do you think Wade Shoemaker is? Our age. My age. 35, mid-30s. 37 years old. This son of a bitch looks like he's 21. Mid to late 30s, Jeff. Great shape. Oh, yeah. Says something to Wade about getting old. So I know. I go, how old are you? 37? I go, there's no way you're freaking 37. I said, well, Wade, if you keep working out and exercising diet, maybe you can look like me when you turn 55. That's right. Great all, shape. All about the goals. Super nice guy. Yeah, Wade's a good dude. Hard worker. Yeah, he is. He's and everywhere. So, anyways, this is really good. Yeah, that deal on them lakes and bayous, that's going to cut out all bow fishing, the guys that bow fish. Well, I, I don't know. I'm reading, I mean. And I, I don't know how in-depth that is. Or what, but me and one of the guys from one of the other outfitters was talking to me, a guy from Texas. I don't remember exactly who it was. I'm so bad with names. I know faces. Mm. And, anyways, the guy was visiting with me, and we were talking about that. And he said, you know, he said, what's scary about this is, is every time, I don't know who it was. It was Travis Schneider. Every time the state gets a commission together to study something, they do it. Right. And if they're doing a commission to study on this, it's going to happen. <clears throat> but we don't have a lot of public hunting in Texas anyways. You take out all the coastal waters and rivers and stuff, and you're going to knock out all that. Yeah, I don't – I mean, that thing was kind of vague. I was trying to find it again to read the exact thing that passed. But The, the guy that's pushing this is, updated and, is either an ex-game warden. Yeah, he's a retired game warden. Yeah, and he's a big liberal, I guess. Really? I, I'm assuming so. I don't know why game warden would want to keep people out of hunting in the field. 
not in the field, in the waterways. The same way. You just mean out in general? Just yeah, I don't I don't We need more people hunting and fishing. Pete Flores, now a senator, is largely responsible. This is not a Texas Park and Wildlife decisions. Your politicians screwed this up. Also, the Army Corps of Engineers typically adheres to state law, so there's that. There's also that threat. Your favorite hunting spot. Uh, you take you take Corps of Engineer lakes, Lake Ray Roberts is a core lake. They took away all hunting. There'd be no hunting on Lake Ray Roberts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Lake Fork is a... You know, what gets me, why is hunting always the deal Navigable rivers or streams? Yeah. Lake Texoma, is it a core lake? I think it is too. The person is to be located on, in or on the bed or bank of the navigable river or stream at the time the firearm is discharged. So no no water hunting. So it's basically bow hunting. No. Boat. Boat, boat. hunting. Nobody in a boat. Boat. But, but you take you take Lake Ray Roberts, you take Texoma. I bet it's a core lake. I'm pretty sure it is. There's no There's no hunting on that. And a lot of places like well, that, you, you can, can't. But hold, you just got to put hold, your feet on dry hold, hold on. land. A lot of those places, you can't get out of the fucking boat to hunt. Okay. Because then you're trespassing. Okay. How are you getting the thing back in your boat? You use a dog. You're not. It says longbows, rifles, slugs. So it doesn't it say anything about waterfowl. I guess. It, I guess it doesn't. Then I was just thinking shotguns. It says no, slugs. Slugs. It's going to take out all deer hunting on all them places. Yeah. But, I mean, if you can't, if you can't, if you're, sh- it doesn't make any sense. If you, you can still hunt these places as long as you get out of your boat. From what I'm reading, and I'm not very smart, I understand that. But it says, uh, let me see. You, yeah, I mean, you got to be, I'll read the entire thing. How about that? We can work this out together. Being enacted by the legislation, legislator of Texas, Section 284.001, Parks and Wildlife Code, is transferred to subchapter B, Chapter 1, Parks and Wildlife Code, redesigned. Anyway. In this section, use of certain weapons in or on bed or bank of navigable river stream. Prohibited in this section. Archery equipment, meaning longbow, recurve bow, compound bow, or crossbow. Firearm has the meaning assigned by section 62, which I can't read that. Navigable river streams as the meaning assigned by section 90. Except as provided by subsection, a person may not discharge a firearm or bow from any kind of bow how do people even fucking read this shit? I'm listening to you and I'm having a hard time just listening. If the person is located on or in or on bed or bank of navigable river or streams at the time. So no, it's saying you can't do that. I don't know. I'm fucking confused. I confuse myself there. Regardless, it's just more legislation and every mile that we've lost, we've given up an inch at a time and this is going to take something else away. That was brutal reading that. No wonder fucking dumb laws go through. Can't you can't make heads or tails of what that just read? And you could have made it a real simple deal. What? You could have come out real quick and said, "We're not going to let you use a bow, a rifle, 
or a shotgun with slugs if you're in a boat. You have to be on dry land at all public land. Well, Jeff, I was just reading what it but, said. But is that not more simple? And it's easy. I had to read what they wrote. I understand that. I'm just saying for them, you said, I don't understand people. I said, they can make it simpler. They do that shit on purpose. No, and then in the that. bottom of that shit, it'll say, and all state senators are going to get $1,500 extra a month. They throw that shit in there, but nobody reads it because they get sick of it and they turn it off. Um, I, I had an interesting conversation with three or four different groups of guys this year or this weekend. And it really hit me as we were driving home. I was thinking about this, me and mom. A lot of guys that are public hunters get beef with other public hunters. Mm-hmm. And two of my really good friends have got a beef going on and they're public hunters. They got a beef. They got a beef. They're not they got really, a beef. They're not really talking. They're just not getting along. They don't talk right now. They've hunted together for years and stuff. And it's over public hunting. Really? Life is way too short to squabble over public hunting. You're not out any money on the leasing. It's first come, first serve. You may be mad at your buddy because you and him hunt the same spot, but you can't keep some. It could be a busload of 18 Kansas City liberal Bra burners can show up and do the same thing, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's not worth getting, you know, people that you're friends with and loved ones for years, don't get in a squabble over public hunting. Or even, it's just not worth it. All right, Jeff, there it is. You read it and tell me what you think. Okay. You were a judge, so you're used to reading hoity-toity stuff like this. In this section, archery equipment means a longbow, recurve bow, compound bow, or crossbow. Firearm has the meaning assigned by section Navigable rivers or streams, except as provided by subsection, a person may not discharge a firearm or shoot an arrow from any kind of bow if the person is located in or, in, the, in or on the bed or bank of a navigable river or stream at the time the firearm is discharged or the arrow is shot from the bow. Go down a little bit. Any portion yeah, that's all there? I got. Okay. So that's basically they could have made it a whole lot. What, 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 but what's crazy about that but is. But it doesn't say, and I, I guess because we can't see section 62, we can't see what firearm meaning it is or any of that stuff. In the article, it said slugs, well, rifles, bows. Here's where they're getting people, and it's not saying this is. It's also, this section applies only to Navigable River or streams located wholly or partially in Demet Edwards Frio. <laughs> now I know what's going on with this. No, they took that out. Is that going to be taken out for sure, or do they just try to redact that? I think well, you don't see it. I think it's taken out. Well, if not, I'm going to read what the redacted thing says right now or what's crossed out. It says this section applies only to navigable river or streams located wholly or partly in Dimmit, Edwards, Frio, Hall, Kennedy, Lano, Maverick, Real, Uvalde, or Zavala County. For people outside of Texas, what that doesn't, what they're not trying to tell you is, is that's the golden triangle of deer hunting. So they're trying to they're trying to keep you from poaching. getting on a river in that area and shooting something. But here's what here's what they're not telling you on that deal. If you get your ass out of that boat and get on dry land, then you're trespassing, right. and it's felony trespassing. They're just trying to circumvent that law where you cannot go places. But now I've done a little bit of hunt, duck hunting on the river here. But you have permission to where you were hunting at. No, hold on a second. The river's public land. Right. I've and- always been told that once you step foot on dry land on that bank, you're trespassing. Right, but our river here has sandbars and stuff that you can hunt on legally. Down there, ninety the percent of the ninety percent of those rivers are not going to have that kind of stuff. Is it always running? I don't understand. I'm assuming probably like I the devils, told, like the devils, 
the Devil's uh, River or whatever that's called that comes out of Mexico. Beautiful right. water down to the Frio and stuff. That's huge. That's huge deer hunting property. And I'm assuming if you're floating down that river or hunting down that river, if you get off on the dry land, you're trespassing just like you are here. They're trying to keep people from river hunting is what they're trying to do in right. those areas. That deer hunting stuff. That part I agree with if that's all they're trying to do. There's more to this than that, but that's what that's why that that's why them counties were listed in there is they don't want you a guy's got a, a guy's got a place on the Guadalupe River. Them fucking people dr- r- go floating down his shit all day long, and there ain't nothing he can do about it. But there's also big deer around there goes through some of them big high fence ranches and shit, and people are probably popping fucking deer. And, and big landowners got millions of dollars, and he's sick of seeing his 180 inch deer get shot by some guy maybe hunting on a sandbar right there or something. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what this is all about. I always kind of felt like it because I mean, just the arrows and rifles and slugs. I always thought that it would cater to deer hunting, so yes. I didn't. I wasn't in a tizzy about it. But with, it, as far as duck hunting or anything like that, but I mean, here I was always told once you step foot on dry land on a bank, that's private property. But but if they do this for the whole state of Texas, mm-hmm. how many guys bow hunt the Trinity River bottoms? You see it all the time. There's guide right. services up and down there. That would take that out of there, too. So it would be better if they only did it in those counties. Yes. Only did it in the Golden Triangle. And that Golden Triangle guys are probably lobbying the state to, hey, we got to do something about these guys who are shooting our trophy deer. Right. Just, just, we, we, we dealt with the same shit here before. Yeah. You know, and oof, that, God, that there was, was nothing. In, no shit been right on my computer. But I don't, I just, I think it's a, Something going on there. Oh, uh, Buck told me to tell you, since you're a cold brew drinker, yeah, that he always has some uh, Missouri boat ride left over, uh-huh. and he makes him a cold brew with it now. And he said he likes it as much as the. Oh really? He the, just leaves it in the pot. The king is it the king otter? Yeah, yeah. He leaves it in the pot, and then he uses it in the evening time or in the afternoon. So I told him I said Andy drinks it three thirty every day. Has cold brew. Yeah, it's my time. Jay Peterson was telling me, and I'll have to find the message that he sent it on. Um, there's something that they do in Mexico. It's called something. Uh, I love Mexican coffee. Well, it's got, uh, where did he send it to me on? That is one thing that I hate. Too much social media, and it's hard to keep up with your messages. Well, I don't know go where, to. when, I don't know. Who's- Jay's a super dude. Yeah, he's an awesome guy, but I don't know if he sent it to me on Instagram. I don't know if he sent it to me on. Well, Buck's little girls were selling like crazy. His oh, oh really? his oldest daughter. Whoo, she's a shits boy. She is a go getter, firecracker. Maybe he texted. Come up to me with two cups. If you buy this, we'll give you free refills. Uh, that's nice over. Um, motherfucker, I can't remember where he sent it to me. Oh, Lacor forty three. They call it a carajillo. Carajillo in Mexico. What is it? Uh, it's basically you just do coffee the same. liqueur. Yeah, it's I think so. Uh, but it's it's a cold thing that they do. Yeah, he texts that to me. So they put Kahlua in it or something? That's not Kahlua. It's liqueur forty three. I'm asking. So liqueur forty three is a coffee liqueur. I don't. I'm about to find out. I think I think Kahlua is a coffee liqueur. It is. Yeah, Carajillo. That's what they make in Mexico. Yes, I'm over 21. Uh, yep. Enter. The, it is. It, if you'd read, you just went down what it was. It told you what it was. The bitterness of coffee and the spicy sweetness 
a simple but perfect combination that complements each other, our most popular drink in Mexico. This is what I'm all about right here. The popularity? Intensity and difficulty. One out of five. So. 50 milliliters of liqueur 43, one hot espresso coffee, some ice cubes. Which? Half fill your glass with ice cubes and pour liqueur 43 over the top. Serve alongside the cup of a hot espresso. Oh, you serve it alongside it. You don't drink. You do it separate. You don't mix it. You drink the coffee, hot espresso. No, he told me to throw it in there. Okay. What they do. Okay, well, I'm just saying what that showed well, me. Well, this guy's a moron. <laughs> You've never had it before. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, is uh, my coffee guy told me how to do this. Okay, go, go look up Kahlua and see what it is, though. I think Kahlua is a li- coffee liqueur. Tell you what we'll do. We'll do Kahlua versus liqueur 43. And I think I misspelled Kahlua. I don't think it's a coffee liqueur. Go up because I was reading it. What? Right there. It says, what is liqueur? Fast fact ingredients. 43 herbs, fruits, and spices, including vanilla and citrus proof. I, I don't think it's a coffee liqueur. Okay, let's do this. What is? So let's see. Liqueur 43. Every time you get it's liqueur forty three on Wikipedia right there. It's got it. Where? Where's right Wikipedia? up two three up from you right there. Invented in nineteen forty six. Boy, they missed that by three years, didn't they? Is a popular liqueur in Spain. They always do things very well there. Uh, it's the most popular liqueur in Spain too. It doesn't tell me like it's just a liqueur. Just a liqueur. That's all it is. Not a coffee liqueur, not anything else. Just a liqueur. As alcohol combined with espresso and ice. So there you go. That's what I'm getting. So did you order you some of that yet? No, I did not. I tried to go to Specs yesterday, and I did not even think about it being Sunday. Specs is closed on Sunday in Texas. No liquor in Texas. Look and see if Specs has it. Sure they do. I'm going to go to Wichita today or tomorrow. Oh, casino's calling your name, huh? Yep. Oof. I had a busy day. I worked all week. Mm. Um, if you do go, I need you to get me something else too. Okay, so you you sound just like your mom. Oh, you're, let me give you a list of shit. I'd like you to pick mm-hmm. up, save me a trip. Liqueur forty three. We got football on Thursday. Thursday night. I got a podcast Thursday too. Who are you doing a podcast with? With another group of guys asked me to be on there. Yeah, they, they do. do have it. They you want me to buy you some? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me uh, which one? The expensive one the, or the no? The seven fifty, Jeff. Okay. What seven, else do you need me to the get? Seven fifty. Uh, Did you see the one that's a horchata? I'm not a horchata guy. What else you want me to get? I've, I've got to find. I got to find a picture of it. Is it a bourbon? No, it's not a bourbon. It's uh, it's something else. It's a tequila something. I'm gonna Oof. get. I'm gonna get it for. I'm gonna get it for somebody. It's a present. Okay. It's a present. I'm pre- I'm giving it as a present. It's uh. uh Am I gonna be uh, reimbursed uh, for these things? No, you- absolutely not. You're buying this out of the goodness of your heart. That's what I was figuring was gonna happen to me. Casamigos Mezcal Hoven. See if they have it there too. I bet they do. Tell you what, Specs has changed the game. Casamigos Mezcal. Why is my Z not working? We're fixing to have our big tequila guy I'll be here in a couple of weeks. Let's see. Survey says they. 
do have it. Maybe. Yep, they do. The black bottle. The black bottle, the cheap, oh, the expensive. Of course. Bottle. Of course. Is that for a six pack? Oh, no. Fuck no. 345 bucks. I ain't buying a case of that shit for some I don't even know. Anyway. Now, you know that if you give me your credit card, I could take it and just do that yeah, way. Yeah, it's way too, way too difficult, Jeff. Is it? Okay. I don't want you getting busted for having a, a credit card that's not in your name. And okay. It, it, Is that how it works? It's a slippery slope. When well, all that I think it's pretty safe because mom place. uses my, one of mine she has for 15 years or 20, 25 years. It's yeah, just we all at least name. have the same last name. What, well, if they, what if they ID you and, my, and the card says Shaver on it? And you're screwed. I don't, want, I don't want you to get in trouble. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge we'll start this I over. to that are currently still on the program. And okay, this- so while we were away, last Wednesday they had a Senate Oversight Committee on UFOs. And here's what one of the experts <laughs> said. It, before you get into this, does this not scare you? What the fuck are they wanting us to distract us? Because all of a sudden they're going to tell us about this shit. Well, I loved it. I, I No, no, no. I'm interested in this, but it makes you wonder if this is the point that they're doing this, that there's something else they'd want us to be distracted oh. from, I think. Go I'm ahead. Sh- I'm sure that there is, but here's the clip. I believe we have crashed craft uh, stated earlier. Do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. You do know what a skiff is, right? Yeah. Private place. Yes. Uh, So basically what the government has just told us is, is that yes, there are UFOs, and yes, there are aliens that's running them. They're not just drones. Right. And that we do have them recovered. Uh And I'm assuming our boom in technology from the 40s is because of that. We 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 reverse engineered a bunch of stuff. Yep. And I'm assuming that's why. That happened on Wednesday. Now... You know, we got Obama's chef magically died. What do you very, think about that? We, I'm, I'm glad very you prominent this up. swimmer. You know, he just posted not too long ago of him in a pool, in an Olympic pool, like doing the breaststroke or but something. But he drowned like in that. three and a half foot of water. Yeah. That he could have stood up in. Well, obviously, something happened to him. Do you think it was a stroke, a heart attack, or Clinton? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he saw uh, Mike's penis or. I'm glad you, know, you said that, not me. Um, you know that could have been the, that could have been the deal. Um, there's a picture going around of 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 Michelle and Barack ca- uh, uh, kayaking. Yeah, she and looks like a moose. She wanted. She fought hard to get that taken completely off of the internet. It's because it's, she's not a she. Well, I can't confirm nor deny that, but Michelle Obama wanted that off of the internet. She was not happy when that. Hit the, if hit, if, hit the if she was if she is let's just say let's give her the benefit of the doubt if she really does have an any okay mm-hmm. would you want that picture of you in a bathing suit because no, that's not very attractive no. looking like I I get it right like that's a terrible 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 picture of her and you know I I fuck I get it have you just not to change subject just just for a second have you seen the uh, meme going around about Madonna and Roseanne Barr. And who would have said, who said, who would have ever thought 1982 Roseanne Barr would be more attractive than Madonna? Right. And it's very true. Madonna looks like 
she should be riding around on them UFOs. Yeah. So the, the we'll we'll talk about the the paddle boarding deal. He could have had a heart attack. He could have had a stroke. I I told could mom. Got clubbed. Mom first right off of the course. bat. Yeah, Clinton eyes. Yes, and I'm like, you know, I said, poor guy might have just had a damn heart attack or something. Yeah, we don't know, but happens. we just assume. Now, why did they lie about where the Obamas were? Who gives a shit if their house if he drowned? Right. If it's an accident, it's a drowning. It's not their fault if they're there. No. But maybe they didn't want. Maybe they wanted to avoid this speculation. Have you seen the speculation about Obama's hands are all fucking cut up at the golf course? Yeah, but I mean, is that a true picture or not? I don't know. I don't know. There's I've just a, seen it. I've. I don't know if it's recent, but I'm wondering. Like Tiger does that. Tiger tapes his fingers. Yeah, but Obama's fingers were all bloody and stuff around him. No, they weren't. Look them up. It was just. It looked like band aids, but it could have just been. Well, he ain't no Tiger Woods. I understand that, but I mean, just to say, well, he's got some wrapping on his fingers. Maybe he, you know, maybe he likes to be like you know, Tiger Woods. If, I don't know. If you look at most people that have a struggle with someone, especially if they're killing them, their hands are all beat to shit. Stabbing, especially, their hands are all cut up from the bone and the, everything and the knife and shit. Don't know if it's true or not. I don't think Obama put his hands on anything because mm. I don't think Obama could fucking whoop a seven year old. I will say this, and I'm going to say this now on my deal. Our country went to shit when he became president because he was the most divisive president this country's ever had. He was horrible for our country, and we have not recovered yet from all the division in our country since he's been in there. And he could have done so many good things to get people together on the so, same page. here, Miss Sewer Tiger Woods, greatest yep. golfer to ever live. Tape middle finger, tape ring finger. Here's Obama. Tape ring finger, tape middle finger. So look at his eye. They said that was just a shadow. shadow. Yeah, they said they they're kind of doing what uh, CNN did to Joe Rogan whenever he had. Okay. I don't know. I just saw the picture, but it's just. But like I said, I don't think he put his hands on him, anyways. Yeah, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if if somebody's getting whacked because of the Obamas, I don't think he's doing the. Whacking. No, he's not. He ain't got the balls to do that shit. Well, not his only that. Not, I mean, it's just why would he ever leave? You know, he he's not going to do that. Do you think he's way too polished to do anything like I, that? I read, and I'm sure it's bullshit that the the chef was writing a book on the Obamas. Why would he still be the chef? They might have just found out he was writing a book. I don't know. I mean, it probably wasn't a book. Maybe. Do you think maybe he saw one of them's package he wasn't supposed to have seen? Could have. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. This is what's sad. Because I think, okay, so this would actually make more sense because Tiger tapes his right hand. Tiger's right-handed dominant. Obama, I believe, is a lefty, so that's why his left hand would be taped up like that if he's pulling a Tiger. I, I don't know. Why? He is golfing. Why? That, here, here, here's this. This is what's really sad about the whole thing. There's nothing that those people... And when I say those people, I'm talking about people that is in that deep state area will do to cover their own ass. Sure. What do you think happened with Mitchell Mon well, McConnell? You think he survival. just shit in his pants? Or what I do. do you think I happened? do believe that poor guy shitted on himself. There's no other. I mean, I'll tell you what it is. He's too fucking old to be there. Yes. He fell not too long ago. He banged his head. He shouldn't be there. Same we with Diane Feinstein. So we should have a maximum age limit. Whatever it is. 78. You're done. Goodbye. See ya. We have a minimum age to run. You got for a president. minimum age. You got to be what thirty five or for some, thirty five for president. Like and I think twenty eight to run for senate. So 
But people didn't live that long. Back well, in the 1700s when we made all of these laws or whenever the ages came into it, people had other shit to do. They didn't want to be there that long. They're dead at 62. So this is well, all new. The, these people, though, that vote these age limits on here, they're all of that age. and They don't want nobody else coming into their deal. Did you see the video? Yeah. Uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA. Uh this week has been good by Barton. God, he's aged terrible. Well, he fell. And a string of. Uh, Oop. Lost my bowels. And I shouldn't be making fun of the guy. Why? But. Why shouldn't you? That's... They're there fucking be doing big dictators to our ass. Screw him. Screw him. Screw Diane Feinstein and every other one of them, some bitches. That's the problem we have right now. We got these old fuckers that should not be in charge of nothing. Tony said somebody touched his arm. I Tony's see anybody touch fucking arm way right out there. there on his cue shit. That lady comes up. Later, they, she does to like help him clean up his no, pants. No, 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 no. It's this other version of it. There's another. Yeah, he's going to talk and she's going to come by and she's got a pen. Tony thinks she's a, he's a fucking robot, I guess, or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't see. She you're going to you're gonna see her. You're see her and she's come by in a minute. Oh, right there. See it? She hit her arm. Go back. You see, she hits his hand with something. I don't know if I can on a short. Let me, <laughs> let me do this. Yeah, Tony told me that. I go, you're smarter than that. Jeff, you're smarter than this. I said, he's not a fucking robot. Have you heard of him hypnotizing people? Not by touching their hands. Right there in the green. Oh, the green. Yep. The lady in green. Watch her, watch her. Boop. That was like an off switch, though. But why the fuck would she hit him like that, though? That's been good bipartisan cooperation. Let me by here. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. All I got. That is weird, though, isn't it? That's all I got. <laughs> that is weird that she touches him like that, though. Wow. I don't know. I don't think he's a robot. No, I don't think he's hypnotized either. I think he's just old and fucking decrepit. I think he fell. Every one him. of these guys are puppets. For somebody, Joe Biden's a puppet. Joe Biden has no clue where he's at, what he's doing. Look but, at the poor guys in the back. They're like, "What the fuck do we do here?" Yep. Who? What? Uh, what? Huh? But you know, who is that? You got you where got am I? you got this confused old fucker. You yeah. got Biden. Don't know what the fuck he's doing. But we got the DOJ wanting a guy to go report to prison the day before he's supposed to talk to the Senate on the um the Biden shit. And we as American citizens, we just accept this shit. Have you seen the prices of gas lately? I'm telling you what. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We went, you know, we had to grocery shop yesterday. Been out of town and July has been a crazy month. Let me Our, guess. Let me guess. Cupboards were bare. Four seventy five. I don't remember what it was. I don't. Yeah, probably so. But I was just looking around because we had talked about prices of groceries going up. Like I was just kind of like. Taking a mental you used to tally not do that, but now you do. Of just like how prices are getting so out of whack, and it is ridiculous. I really do not know how how families low middle income are doing it. They got wick, and if they don't, yeah, they're hungry. But I mean, it just it's terrible. It's ridiculous. The prices stuff is absolutely asinine right now. It's unbelievable how. But and a guy come to the booth yesterday, and he was talking to me about fuel prices. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I've got to have gas. Yeah. So I pull up when I need gas. I pull up and get it. I don't look. And we can't shop here. We got two places, so it's like you, yeah. if you need gas, you get gas. I buy local. Right. I buy you know the local people. So who am I buy from? Well, we're going down the road yesterday, and I needed to get gas, and we stopped. Bing, the deal goes on. So I pull in there, and I get gas. Mom gets some wine. Three dollars and forty five cents a gallon. And a guy had told me that gas prices had went up. Well, I had noticed it. Because I don't, I just buy gas. I have to have it, but I thought gas was like two fifty just recently. Oh, uh, now it's a dollar. It's up a well, dollar. When we came back from Louisiana. We filled up at that one place. It was two ninety nine. Well, it was three forty nine yesterday. Most places I saw it was three thirty five. Okay, well I'm sure I got screwed. I'm but, sure you did. But 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 still three thirty nine. It's up. 30. A guy told me that he said it went up thirty nine thirty cents overnight the other day, and I didn't know. I I don't look. But I had a guy just tell me that yesterday. He said, you know, gas prices went up 30 cents in one day. Why aren't we talking about that? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. But if it went up 30 cents, the government's making an extra 15 cents on it probably. We got to give Ukraine more money. Yeah, so here it is. 51% of people in December of 2022, 51% of Americans with 100000 or more in annual income said they live paycheck to paycheck. So now, that is the new... Well. That's the new cutoff. They're 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 living better than a lot of people though. I live paycheck to paycheck probably. Forty nine percent of Americans earnings say say they now live paycheck to paycheck. Now I look forward to my paycheck every week. Don't you? Well, yeah, everybody. Right, but but I'm not going they, without while I'm not getting paid. Right, doesn't guarantee a comfortable lifestyle. But here's the deal: when I was growing up, six figures was kind of the that was good living. That's what you wanted to make. That was the goal. That was the end goal. If you made eight thousand, if you made a hundred thousand dollars a year, you you lived a good life. You right. got to go on vacation. Your kids were involved with any extracurricular activity you That's, wanted to. You had good Christmases. You went. I mean, you 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 took your wife out to dinner all the time. Didn't worry about it. Now a hundred thousand dollars a year. We live in a different world because we live in Knox City and things are cheaper. And we both we own everything. You own everything, so mm-hmm. it's different. If you make 100000 a year, you've got $8,000 worth of spendable income if you want to, just about. Or someone that's living in Dallas that's making $8,000 a month, or 100000 a year, not 8000 a year, $100,000 a year, which is 8000 a month, and they're paying $2,500 a month for mortgage, well, that's a big chunk of change right there. And then after taxes and stuff, they don't have a lot of money. And a rise in your normal spending. But what's a loaf of bread cost now? Uh, I can't remember, but it was expensive, which three, I'm a Wonder Bread guy. Three dollars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every bit of it. Is it three bucks? Yeah. But a bushel of wheat's six bucks. So who's making the money? I don't know. There was a clip on. Wonder Steal Your Bread? I like that. Oh, Ar- I like yeah. that artesian bread. I'm a Wonder Bread Sarah guy. Lee Artesian's good. I'm a Wonder Wonder's bread. good bread, though. I'm a Wonder Bread guy. Um, I was going to play this also. Guy on Rogan was talking about the. Can I stream it up to there? Probably not. I'll just have to. Well, fuck. How do I get this on the TV? Shit, you're talking to the wrong person. You better get Reese in here. Into my pharmacy. Your grandma comes in. Found it. And she tries to fill a prescription. I'll give you metformin. My cost on metformin is roughly $2. I would sell her metformin for $4. As soon as she discloses that she has insurance, I have a gag clause. I am not allowed to tell her my cash pay price. I swipe her insurance card, Blue Cross, whatever it may be. Boom, copay, 
and she gets her medicine. I charge her $10. Immediately when I swipe that card and I enter all that in the computer, I get a $7 clawback. Where does it go? It goes to the PBM. So you give it like I could have saved her $6, but I can't disclose to her that. And now the money, the profits, I make less money. She pays oh. more money and the money goes back to the big insurance companies. I wouldn't say nothing to him then. What do you mean? I would just ask for the cash price. Right. But, but every but I mean, people are proud to have insurance, right? I pay for this. I'm gonna well, use it. I'm gonna use it. The the problem is is ninety nine percent of us are uneducated on that. Well, yeah, nobody but, knows. I mean, we tried to read a simple piece of legislature that they're passing, trying to pass for hunting. I mean, obviously we didn't have all of it. We were just reading a little bit, but they fucking use this language and you can't make heads or tails of anything. Nothing. They're they attorneys. just make it so so complicated that the average person can't read it. And then they're all in on the game together and they're like, yeah, it's good for you. Just do it. You've, well, heard, that, you've heard that Dave Chappelle joke or the Dave Chappelle bit about, you know, everybody basically being in on it. Everybody. When he got to Hollywood... You know, he had the agents that were supposed to look out for his best interests and then came to find out like the agents are just, they're an extension of the people that are trying to rip them off. Yeah, everybody's, and it's the way with our politicians. Once you get in that inner circle, you don't want to give up your stability. You know, that's why we've got these 85-year-olds. And why does the DNC and the RNC and all these people keep propping up these old people that nobody likes anymore? Congress is a, has an approval rating of about 13%. Right. But they keep getting fucking reelected all the time. Over and over and over again. It's the same pieces of shit up there. And it goes on and on forever. And they're all on the take. And then what happens is Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, they're all fixing to retire. They're getting old. They're going to die hopefully soon. And that sounds horrible, but they're not. They're wasting oxygen down here for any of us. But AOC, we'll use an example. If they if AOC someone ran against her and they beat her because she's not real well liked in her by her constituents right and 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 they beat her, you think she's going away? No, she'll either become a pundit she'll on TV and make a million dollar a year, or she'll be a lobbyist and make a shitload of money doing stuff behind the scenes to screw us out of money. Mac Thornberry, what would he do? He was a, a congressman for sixteen years, as a worthless fucker from uh, Clarendon, Texas. Lives in Virginia now, which is a good place for his liberal ass to stay. And he's making a ton of money as a defense contractor now. Yeah. He was on the uh, Senate Arms Committee, I think, for or the House, whatever it was. And, and, and that's what they do. And it's just they use the system up left and right, left and right. There's another interesting thing that happened this weekend. RFK has no security, Secret Service detail. He won't be one until he becomes an official candidate. Nope. Running. Nope. Why? Every candidate... Since the assassination of his father has had a security a secret service detail. Once they become an official candidate. Yes. He is an official candidate. I think you have to poll at one percent or something. They, He's they at twenty. Why won't they assign it to him then? That's what he says. That's interesting. He's the only one out there that doesn't have secret service. I'm surprised people haven't pulled money together to make sure he gets protected. Oh, I'm sure he's very well protected. But, but he yes. doesn't have secret service. Yeah. They're supposed to be in a rotation. He's polling at twenty percent now. Yeah. But they're still not going to do any primaries or debates. Uh, they're primaries, no. but they won't do debates. I'll pull it up. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, he said he's the first presidential candidate, or whatever candidate, uh, but Biden, the Biden administration will not uh, give him 
any sort of secret service. First of all, let's quit calling it the Biden administration. Let's call it Obama's third term administration because he is running the shit. Everybody knows that shit. There's nobody right now in Washington, D.C. that's shocked if Biden does not make a decision. Everybody knows he's not making decisions. So the Secret Service is saying that within 120 days of a presidential election is when they'll go no, that's, out there. I, that's, that's, I think that's common. I, I, Trump didn't have one until they got closer to the RNC. Former, Barack, former President Barack Obama received security in May of 2007, an unusually early step. Yeah, the they New York pre- Times noted at the time. They have to. They had to protect the uh, Manchurian candidate. So they're just sticking it to my guy. That's all they, they're they doing. are because they're just sticking he'll it to never him. ever make a ballot unless he runs as Trump's vice president. That's the only way he'll be on any deal. They're doing everything in the world. They're going to stack charges on Trump from here to fucking Greenland. It's going to happen this week, yeah. No, they're going to just keep stacking and stacking and stacking because they're scared to death of him because he represents us. He's not a politician from there. If he does miraculously get elected, which he would if he gets, if we have a fair election, he will win. If that happens, the deep state ain't ever had shit happen like it's going to because he's not going to trust these fucking people, these handlers again. Mm. He learned his lesson. Yeah. Um, I'd go to some small town somewhere, the biggest greaseball asshole fucking attorney you can find, and I'd make that motherfucker the attorney general. My buddy I grew up with, one of my good friends, Chuck, would make a damn good attorney general for the United States. He's a clean guy. He hasn't been fucking bought and sold. He's not into politics at all, and he's a ruthless son of a bitch as an attorney, and he would make a damn good attorney general for the United States. Hadn't been bought off yet. Well, but he's not going to be. That's what I'm saying. That's the kind of guy you need. I don't know. You don't even know fucking Chuck, and now you're saying he's going to be bought off. I'm just saying that a lot of guys were probably the exact same way. Yeah, a lot of good men went to D.C., and very few left. Mm -hmm. But that's who I would hire an attorney general, somebody like that. You think think Bill Barr had a lot of shit on him before he got in? His dad was right in the middle of all that shit, too. Yes. I think his dad's the one that hired Epstein. Oh. I I mean, I'm serious. I think there's a Barr-Epstein connection. Who's the guy that, is it for CNN, that was just uh, charged with uh, child pornography? Yeah, somebody, I don't know. But he was the guy that broke the story that said there is no Pizzagate? Yes. And now, interesting how. That's like having me guard a fucking bakery. Right. You know, fucking ain't gonna happen. I don't know. Mr. RFK, my guy. He is a very interesting man. He is a very, very interesting man. He's my guy. I wonder if he would release the JFK assassination thing. Surely he oh, would. Oh, yes, he would. Day one. This is what happened. I just don't know what that would do to the country. We are the only country in the in the world that has all these inner deals because we're all a melting pot from other places. Mm. And now everybody wants to come over here and wants to forget the American way, which made us the place everybody wants to come to, and they want to bring all their shithole stuff. But living in the United States today is still a thousand times better than living in France. I don't think Trump's going to debate either, though. Really? Nope. Not until they get to the president. He's going to win the primary. I don't think he's going to debate. Do you think he wins the primaries? He said, I don't think he's going to get to. Well, there's going to be a lot of disgruntled Americans. He will be legally unable to. I don't think so. Jeff, all it takes is the right judge and jury. And it only takes the right judge and jury to oversee that. Yeah, I just I don't have any I don't, faith. I, I think I think they're going to get a felony on them and that's going to be that. Is is what I think. I mean, you can't 
Here's the deal. Is the Constitution says you can't be a president if you're a felon? I think so. Um, but here's the deal. I didn't think so. I thought they said you can be impeached. I don't think it says you can't run for president as a felon. I don't know for sure, though. But I don't think in the Constitution it says anything about you cannot run if you are a felon. I think it just says you cannot. You can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. But I don't think there's anything in the Constitution that says. Now, this is from the Washington Post, so you're just going to have to take it for Jeff what Bezos. it is. Uh, the Constitution qualifications for being president are a natural-born citizen, resident for at least 14 years, over 35. A person can be qualified uh, by conviction in a Senate impeachment trial, but a criminal conviction does not affect eligibility. Bingo. So He can run for president. I just read where they said he could be in prison and still win the election. <laughs> and then he just pardoned himself. <laughs> could you imagine? The 2023, you not? Would you be shocked? We got women. We got women pretending to. Be, we got women. We got men dominating women's sports. We got ladies that are chopping their breasts off, and we got a president that's running the country from inside of a jail. Cell. No, he'll be out by that time. Mm. But he, he's not going to prison. They would like to put him in Guantanamo. There's nothing like barring to. Trump from running. Even a federal conviction doesn't prevent yep. that. He's going to be pre- he's going to be the Republican candidate. And he's going in a fair election. He wins. But anyway, on his Truth Social or whatever, he I would say tweeted out. I don't know what they call it over there, but um, he said, "Let all them debate for who I might pick as my VP." Good for him. So it sounds like he's not. There's nobody even close to him. Sounds in the like polls. he's not going to debate. What's he got? He's beating DeSantis by thirty percent. DeSantis caught a little bit of shit for drinking a beer. With he was lot or he had a was it a, a Bud Light event. No, he's drinking Coors Light. He had an event. All his people were around him. He was drinking a beer and they were toasting. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not a DeSantis guy. Why, why is that a big deal? I don't know, but everybody's like he should be sober. And oh, I've always that said that <laughs> you know you when you go to these events and Who, who's complaining? The same people that fucking propping up Joe Biden. I don't know. And they're worried about him being but sober. They're they're, they're freaking Fuck. out over him having a beer at an event. Uh, they don't. They didn't bitch when Obama had a beer. Yeah, he had a beer with a guy. It's too fucking. It's it's too. It, it, the media is so lopsided. It'd be the best thing we do is get rid of fucking media. That'd fix this shit. That's why play, things, our podcasts and stuff grow is because we're not conforming to all their rules that they think need to be done. Let's see here. This is according to the New York Times, and it is Trump's at 54% whenever this was done. And that's with all the candidates involved still. Uh, I'm trying to figure out when this was written. I, is there anybody voting for Mike Pence? No, he's screwed. Yeah, he's a dumb fuck. This Chris Christie This the was same today. One? This was July 31st. What's so, Chris Christie? See a zero two two percent. <laughs> if you're if you're voting for Chris Christie, you need to get your head fucking examined. Who's second, DeSantis? Yeah. What's he 17. at? Seventeen percent. Fifty four to seventeen. Who's next? Uh, Pence at three. Scott at three. Haley at three. My guy Vivek at two, and Christie at two. I like Vivek too, though. I like Vivek. Yeah. Okay. Let's say let's say Trump comes out of that. DeSantis would not be the candidate. I don't think. Huh? I don't think I think if Trump dropped out today, I don't think DeSantis would be the candidate. Oh, right. First of all, if Trump dropped out, somebody like Ted Cruz would get involved or um Jim Jordan. Somebody like that would get involved if Trump was not gonna run, I think. Don't you? Uh, I don't know. I, I think there would be other people. Uh Sarah Huckabee. Right. She was at Delta. 
Was she? Yep, she done the opening uh, introduction. Oh, that's pretty cool. I told Trevor Austin, I was like, yeah, because I got to get up on stage. I got to introduce Sarah Huckabee. He goes, huh? I said, yeah. He said, they're letting you fucking introduce her? I said, yeah. No shit. <laughs> and then the New York Post has this all. It's got it totally, not totally different, but it's got uh, Trump at 52.4, DeSantis at 15, and then Vivek at 6, and then Pence at 4.8. Basically, if Trump's at fi- over 50% and the closest one is under 20, there's not even, I mean, it's a waste of time. Right. It's not even going to be close. You know, and and the Republican deal is going to be interesting because Biden is going to have an, a legit person that's campaigning to get his job, and he's not going to do nothing about it. We didn't have anybody try to run against Trump to, uh, four years ago, right? Because there's no reason to. He was too popular, and he right. still is popular. So, interesting times. I am excited though. August is, uh, you know, August is here, and. Uh, Football season Thursday starts pre first preseason game is Thursday. Back to football for a second. Kareem Hunt has not signed with anybody, and that surprises me. And I'm surprised Zeke Elliott hasn't signed just because of his I talked about that or his pass protection. And it looks like Dalvin Cook is probably gonna sign with the Jets, which is gonna kill fantasy football for Brees Hall. Another one off the board. Jets are looking good. They're my favorite to win it all. Are they now? <laughs> Well, they got a great defense. No. A great defense. Yeah. Kansas City won't win the Super Bowl this year. Joe Burrow's hurt now. That's a big Yeah, thing. it was just calf strain. I bet I bet I bet the Bengals uh crowd was just like, what are we seeing here? Had to cart them off. I bet they were freaking out. Cause that's everything for them. I mean, I don't know who their backup is. Yeah, they're but... winning games forty two to thirty eight. They're not winning because of their defense. Right. Rick Keller just sent me something. All right, let's get off of here. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. We're going to have the professor's going to be on this week, right? Yeah, we had him on a couple months ago. Um, uh, he's put got, you on the spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. UTEP guy. Yeah, the UTEP, uh, Philip Lavretsky. That's, that's what it is. I had to dig deep right there. Uh, Philip Lavretsky will be on uh, later this week. He's got a, a college course that anybody can take. So it's through, it's going to be an accredited course and it's all about the history and evolution of waterfowl. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about it, but it's open to the public. So um, if you want a broader knowledge, you can enroll in this class and you don't even have to be a student at UTEP. You can just do it all online and uh, super interesting. And so we got him later this week uh, and then we got a bunch of other people you know, getting scheduled. So one more month until hunting season's here. It's not going to be very much longer. Shit, so. they'll be shooting geese in North Dakota in what, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Yep. Early season. That's too early. That's too early. It's too hot. Too hot right now. But anyway, we got a busy uh, couple of weeks up here at the Big Honker Lodge getting ready for dove season. That's only a month away now. Yep. So next time we turn the calendar, four it'll weeks be, from Friday. Next time we turn the calendar, it'll be go time for us. So. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. Have a great day. Go check out Hemp Hill Farms for all of your aches and pains. CBD will take care of you. Also, Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Pay attention to that blind caddy that's coming out. Stanford Outfitters, go to our YouTube channel right now, the Big Hunker Podcast. Mossberg, Double T British Kennels. Ducks Unlimited, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Podcast, Shin Gear, Dirty Duck Coffee, Dive Bomb Industry, Pacific Calls, and Boss Shot Shells.